Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming podcast. Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming podcast. back it's one up gaming episode 226 it's me david with eddie this week how you doing eddie? hello everybody i'm back again I've not spoke to you in ages have we no i'm back let's see what do we what, what, what do we have to talk about this week well, to be fair, the only game I've really been playing is Football Manager Touch on the Nintendo Switch. Alright then. Uh, E3 was not that long ago, right? Yeah, I've I've just got my notes for every single game at all the E3 press conferences. So screw it. Instead of talking about the games we've played, let's talk about the games we want to play. What are your most anticipated? The things you want to Things you're ready to like sell an arm and a leg for just to play 30 minutes of. Well, when I sort of went through all the games on here, um, I'll go through the, with the EA sort of conference. There was really looking at the whole thing, there was FIFA 19 just because it has a Champions League now, so that could be quite interesting. And there yeah. was Anthem. That was basically it for the EA. I think EA EA had a strong E3. They had a very strong E3. They just got straight to the point. And I think... But I don't think they won it. I don't think they had the most exciting E3. I don't think they showed as much as they could have. Yeah. Especially with Anthem. Especially with Anthem. Yeah, I mean, as I say, when I look through the stuff, Battlefield Five, I'm not that interested. The one in about the the Origin Premier stuff, where it's like a subscription service, I just sort of fell asleep. They talked about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, 
which yeah. I, I don't really care. If they're not showing the game, I don't really care. They just told us the name. Yeah, and then they went on about the Star Wars Battlefront 2, all the DLC stuff and uh, added bits and bobs, uh, and then apologised again, but again, I don't care. Unravel 2, which I hated the first one. Unravel 2 is going to be a very good co-op game. That's it. Mm. it it's going to be like the best co-op game of the year. If I can say that, oh, I'll say it, fuck it. It's going to be the best co-op game of the year. And it's that's mostly because it's, it is a platformer. It's simple, but it it does what it, it does what it wants to do perfectly. Like you could, there's not a bad thing you can say about that game. Like you don't you don't like it, but if you but if you like it, you love it. It's weird. It's it's like marmalade, but so much better. Don't mean marmite. It's the same fucking thing, really, isn't it? <laughs> Like, they both taste like shit, so, like, what's the difference? <laughs> and then, uh, what, what else did they show? Because they showed Battlefield Five. They talked about that. That was cool. Sea of Solitude. Yes, their pirate game. Looked, no, 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 it wasn't a pirate game. It was like a light, dark, cartoony action platformer. It didn't look that interesting, but it looked okay. Oh, right. Then they had the sport games NBA Live 19. I don't think I've played one of their sports basketball games since about NBA Live 97. I play. I haven't played NBA Live. I've played um, NBA 2K. Mm. I've played a lot. But I have not played any NBA Lives. Yeah. And then Madden 19, which... I don't know. It's just Madden. It doesn't really seem to change at all. I I want to see them do something different, like what they did with FIFA, but with Madden, because yeah. I think the whole story mode fits so much would fit so much better with Madden than with NBA or FIFA. Yeah, like I like what they did with FIFA. Like they started with NBA, made it better in FIFA. I want to see them perfect it for Madden, because I think for a lot of People who don't live in America, how you become an NFL player is a mystery for a lot of people. You go to college and get picked in a draft. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, what leads up to that? You see what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) if you're you're playing for, if you're in a specific position, you have to have a certain body type. You either have to eat a lot, gain a lot of weight, or you have to be, like, small and be able to run. But you don't really pick your position. You just go to train and do your job. And oh then fuck you that! Just you get pick your position. To the <laughs> position. You absolutely pick your position. <laughs> you absolutely pick your position. Are you crazy? <laughs> Shit! It's like it's the same as football. You pick where you want to play. No, and you, you concentrate on that position. When you're a kid, then, you pick what you want to play. Know. But there's no point having like a two foot person in goal, is there? Yeah. If you're two feet, if you're two feet tall, <laughs> then I think you should just be a striker and just wreck house. <laughs> That's it. Just be a striker on Rick House. Because every time you try and tackle that little bastard, it's a foul. Every single time, it's a Just foul. punch people in the nuts as you run by. That's what I'm saying. Instant, instant penalty taker every single time. Oh, my God. So they also Actually, showed off Command and Conquer Rivals, which is their sort of like online the, mobile sort of game. Oh, their mobile Command and Conquer? Yeah. 
that looks like shit. <laughs> that yeah, looks I terrible. It looks quite rubbish, but everyone said it actually played quite well. But hmm. we'll see. I don't mind those I sort of play, games. I will play it mostly because I want to see. I don't know. I want to see if a game like Command and Conquer can be done well yeah. on mobile. On mobile, because there are a lot of strategy games on mobile. Most of them are trash. So I want to see how it goes, how it works, and the rest of it. Yeah, I mean, the last game they showed was Anthem, which, as we've sort of said, it looks okay, but to me, it just looks like a shiny, better version of the old Sega's Iron Man games on 360 and PS3. Oh my god, I didn't even think of that, you know. <laughs> I didn't think of that comparison, <laughs> but it is true. I've. Mm, okay, one thing I have, one thing I've been thinking about, and going into my head a bit, is they've shown so little when you actually think of it. When you actually think about how much they've really shown of the game, it's not that much. No. It's, yeah, it's like people mean. have played it and they've said this, that, and the other, but there's no demo. The beta will happen at some point. Like, I want more of... I think they I think they did date the beta, I think. But, I don't know. Until I see more of the game, because we saw what basically was a small scenario dungeon type of thing. And then, that's it. We didn't get to see a boss fight. We didn't get to see a more... I don't know. A less, like, choreographed version of the mechanics because right now what we're seeing is a very choreographed a very like we can only do these section of things and use these section of weapons thing and the oh and they didn't show off enough of each class or is it frame i forgot what the fuck they call those things javelin i think it's called they didn't show off enough of each we know a lot about the ranger we know a lot about the big colossus one we don't know enough about the Sparrow. I mean, no, what was it called? The Storm? The one that floats and shit? And we know nothing of the Interceptor. We know absolutely nothing of that sleek green bastard. So, <laughs> honestly, it's it's literally a lot of the game is a guess. How, and we haven't seen the, um, the hub. We haven't seen the hub where all the players are. We have no idea about any of that. We haven't seen anything about customization on your actual player. You only see customization. We've only seen a bit of customization of the javelins, and that was just colors. So, base all they've really done is bought themselves time to see what else is going on with this game. I want to see more of it because at this point, it is just them building hype. Yeah, and anyone can do that. Yeah, so, I mean, like, looking at those sort of games, there wasn't anything really, maybe Anthem and the FIFA, just because I like a good, like, kick around. I like FIFA. I think, I like what they've done with it. Yeah. I do like what they've done with it, the whole, like, story mode and shit. I like that. I think they should have done that a long time ago, because it fits in the game so goddamn well. It yeah, fits I in like so the, well. The last game, I played the story mode, but I never played any of the other modes. Yeah. Like, because the story mode is something that kind of pulls you in, because you have more, you have more of a, you a see reason. What next. Yeah, 
you're just like I want to. I want to play this mode because it feels because it's more fun. I feel more attached to what's happening. How the results come out. In every other mode, it's like fuck it. I can just restart the game or some shit. <laughs> I'll just pause the game before. I'll just pause the match before it ends. Jump out and then jump back in. Then replay the game. Done. It's you know. There's less of a. There's less of a want to play. But no, I like it. I like what they've done with the game. I want to see what they do for FIFA 19. How they do it for FIFA 19. Yeah, so next up I guess we'll go to Microsoft's event. Should I just talk about the games that I'm interested in? Because there's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, I think 10, Microsoft 11, 12, 13 won. games that I'm interested in for the Microsoft press conference. I think Microsoft won E3. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, I, I fully they think they won E3 because they they did what I want every company to do at E3. They just did trailer after trailer after trailer after trailer. Yeah, it just it was just hammer after it was perfect, and they didn't. I think what there was only one bad, maybe, but every game they showed was solid. Every game they so showed was absolutely solid. Like fucking hell, and. We learned about Devil May Cry yeah. at the Microsoft at the Microsoft conference. I would have thought we would have seen that at the Sony conference. And that's the thing. I think Microsoft is finally understanding one very simple thing. You will not be you it's gonna be a hard fought battle to try and like, you know, climb the hill that is the PlayStation sales. So what you have to beat them in is software sales game sales when you can beat them in that there's no way they can catch up because at this point people are buying xbox games purely because of the uh connectability where you can play with people on the pc people are going to start doing that more. the more competitive games and the more cooperative games come out and i think that's where you will have Xbox kind of just jump over PlayStation in a sense. Yeah, so I mean, I they started off showing the Halo Infinite engine demo. Mm-hmm. And it looked okay. It looked a bit more open world. Yeah, that's... um. I think that's going to be weird. I don't know how that's going to work because the whole infinite name, I don't know what they're going to do with that, how it's going to be. I don't want it, I don't know if it's going to be open world. It seems like it might be open world. Some, well, not completely open world, but more like um, you can walk around more freely or drive around more freely. So I don't know. I do want to do with that because it looks very impressive. Yeah. It looks very impressive. That's some next-gen shit right there. Yeah, it did look quite cool. Um, and then, like, the next game that I was interested in was Metro Exodus. Ooh. Which I do love me a Metro game. See, and again, this yeah. one is set more outside, so it's a bit more open-worldy and a bit more light. And That's the um, theme now for like most single player games is there's no more like of this linear progression. You now have a world to explore type of thing. Yeah. 
I like that. I like I like the direction single player games are going because you always hear this shit of single player games are dead, but every single year at least ten of these single player games come out and do very well. So I want to see how this. I want to see more about how this plays because from what I've seen so far, it looks like they have kept everything that made all the other Metro games amazing. And they're just like, we're going to make it look better. And now you're in, I think you're still in Russia. So like, yeah, but in the the subways anywhere, are you going across country? Now you're actually on a train above ground, which is helpful. So missing a couple more games. The next one was Forza Horizon 4, which I thought looked yeah. absolutely stunning. I think everyone learnt from Project Cars 2, or just Project Car, because they they kind of showed everyone you can make a racing game and make it look super realistic. Even if it's just an arcade game, make it ridiculously realistic, like look ridiculously realistic, and still keep the arcadiness of it alive. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's following in the like the Project Gotham Racing sort of spirit. Yeah. Where it looks real, but it's all tail slides and wheel spins and arcade thrills. And that's, I think that's where, again, that's where uh, Xbox is going to kind of win again because they have that. Uh, I think a lot more of their properties are doing the we are making it look real, but it's still arcade and fun. And again, perfect direction to be going in in this point in time. So after that, they announced a few sort of like developers that they've bought and I was interested in to hear what you thought about them buying Ninja Theory who did the old well the DMC sort of game a couple of years ago I'm not surprised to be honest I'm not surprised because I actually I'm one of those few people that enjoyed DMC Devil May Cry yeah I liked it I liked it because it was a good game. It was really, it was actually good. The message was heavy-handed and the story was a bit every fucking way. But the gameplay was great. Like, whoever wrote that story should probably have his hands taken off. But the rest of the game was amazing. Like, I get, I get why, I get why people didn't like it. And I see why a lot of people might be a bit surprised to see why they bought Ninja Theory. But I think this is part of their plan of having more first-party exclusives that they can just throw out whenever they need to. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's a studio that does really good single-player story-based games, like a lot of the Sony games that have been the last few years. And I think it, this will be a blow to Sony, I think, because they, when it comes to uh, first-party games, Sony is a bit lacking they're yeah. they're, they're kind of behind and it's not and it's not to say like oh they don't have any it's more to say that they don't have any good ones like not many like let's be honest what's the what's the best what's the best like exclusive playstation exclusive game 
that they have right now. Maybe Spider Man. Oh boy, <laughs> that's that's not a good thing, man. Because I don't I don't know how long that game is gonna be, or when or when that's like I don't know how long that that game will last. Type of thing. Mm. Is that gonna be a hundred hours or is it gonna be twenty hours? I want to six hours to be fair. And, and that's then, the thing. And then do an unlock to get into a big open world city just to fly around. Yeah, but I don't think that's what they're gonna do. I think they're gonna do like kind of like a rogues gallery type of thing, mm. where you're gonna be like capturing and recapturing every bad guy that escaped and all the rest. Oh, which so annoying. I can see it. It could be kind of cool if it's done right. I just don't want that to be the main focus of the game. I want it to be like, oh, you know. This isn't just Spider-Man. Yeah, it's a Spider-Man game, but you have Venom, you have Carnage, you have all these other people who may help you or may hurt you. Like, you have other heroes. You can't switch them because it's a Spider-Man game. Get your head out the gutter. But, you know, you can... You know, there's more to this world and it doesn't seem like Spider-Man is the only hero ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, I guess... The last game that the developer made for the three six no one it's for the Xbox One wasn't it the I completely blanked on the name but it was quite good grinding around the city shooting things. Oh um fuck I know the one you're talking about as well yeah it was like an, it was it was it was a launch title for the uh, Xbox for the Xbox One um Sunset shit. Overdrive yes that's it there we go. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that game. Yeah, that's an amazing... Like, that game, it it had the right idea when it came to open world, do whatever the bloody hell you want, type of thing. So I want to see how that translate into translates into a Spider-Man game or how well it translates yeah. into a Spider-Man game. So, I mean, the Especially next game, content. which the first one I was interested in, but I didn't like the but fact it was set... In like a snow environment, but the Division Two has changed it to the summer, so it's got green Ooh. leaves and forests, and it looks quite nice. I like I I mm, I was one of those people who pre-ordered the Division when it first came out, and so I, I have been playing since it came out, and I can say that if they take everything they learned from the Division One, and Basically, as long as they don't do a Destiny, they should be fine. As long as they don't do a Destiny, they should be fine. As long as they don't throw out every good thing about the first game and say, fuck it, they should be completely okay. But the moment they start, you know, throwing shit away and saying, eh, then I think we might have a problem. But I think from looking at it and from what I've heard about it, just division one but more refined everything's refined everything's better they've thought of new enemies they've put you in a new environment so it's no longer just snow and dirt and shit there's like it's dc it's the capital you know shit we might even get like a small scenario with the white house no idea let's see how this goes but it is exciting i want to see what they do with that because there is a lot of promise with that game. Yeah, 
So the next one that I've got down is Shadow of the Tomb Raider, because I really like what they've done with the Tomb Raider reboot. I like I like the tra- I like the trailer they've been putting out where um you see that she isn't the good guy in this. Well she's not completely the good guy in this. Like she messes up. And I like that because it's still because this because they're not going, oh yeah, after the first game she became a superhuman, awesome, two gun wielding, like dinosaur killing that you know. No, she's still learning, she's still trying, like she's there's a there's still a curve there. She still has to learn some shit. And I like it. I like how this is going, how it's moving. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the last couple of games. The next one I'm not sure about, but I'm interested to see more, and that's Session. And that was a skateboard game that Microsoft picked up. And from what I've heard, the left stick and the right stick is your left and right foot. So you have to do, what? by doing tricks, you got to twist each individual foot to do the tricks. That's insane. That's so... actually really cool. I don't know why anyone didn't think of that. That's really cool. So yeah, we'll see how that one goes. It looked alright as well. Um, but again, it was very early. They just showed like a tiny little trailer. I don't even think it was gameplay. It was just like a, a CG sort of trailer. Yeah, engine. Yeah, so next up, Devil May Cry 5. Oh my god. I was so happy when I saw that. Yeah. When I saw it, I was like, yes! But I do like the fact oh. that Capcom were very oh, we noticed you didn't really like the other one that we won't mention, so we just thought we'd go and do Devil May Cry 5 and carry on the story, which is what everyone wants. It's just like, oh yeah, this is Devil May Cry 5, we're just going to pretend the other one didn't exist. There was a fever dream, don't worry about it. It's like, I love I love that they're carrying on from... Because I think how the timeline goes is, this is after Devil May Cry 4 and after Devil May Cry 2. So... This is after. This is when Dante is coming out of hell, and this is when, and this is after the whole of the of Devil May Cry Four with um, Nero. And I love, love that we get. I love that we're getting Nero again. I am so happy we are getting Nero again. He is the shit. <laughs> like, oh my god, he's. I don't know who. Like, I, I don't think they've like. Um, said whose kid he is or how he's related to Dante or Virgil. I think he's Virgil's kid. I think that's how it is. I think that's the story they're telling. But, oh, he's their cousin. Honestly, I'm a fucking queer right now. I, I would have to look it up. But it's like, I want, I am kind of happy with how it's turning out because I am, from what I saw and from all the game and from the gameplay that they showed, it looks fucking sick. It looks sick as hell, and I like the um. And I know Virgil's gonna be there, so like Virgil might be the big bad because he is in the trailer. So that's cool. He rips off his arm. That's cool. So I want to see how the bloody hell they're gonna explain this because it's oh, it it doesn't it doesn't really it doesn't really show enough. For me to be like, give it to me. I'm still a bit hesitant. I'm still a bit hesitant. But I will probably pre-order this game the moment I get the chance. 
So I'll mention four other games and see which one you want to talk about. Dying Light 2, Battletoads, Just Cause 4 or Gears of War 5? Oh, that is, um, hmm. Okay, I just looked it up. Nero is Virgil's son, so cool. Um, fucking, oh, I have to talk about Battletoads. I have to. <laughs> you got to give it up to the OG. You have to give it up to the... I wasn't even born when Battletoads came out. I was not born. I wasn't born. I was not alive when that game came out. I still played it. I played it years after it came out. Still difficult as shit. But no, it's like, I want to see what they do with it. Because this is a big, big, big... This is like um, a big promise to keep. People are expecting a lot. I think they've said that it's just like a 2.5D sort of... So I think it's just going to be like a £10 arcades sort of download i hope not i want them i don't know i want them to do another full scale like this is not just this isn't your this isn't your father's battle toads this isn't your granddad's battle toads this is your battle toads this is like full open world you you remember those fucking hard ass uh what was it motorcycle i think it was a motorcycle those hard-ass motorcycle portions of the game, yeah, that's all the fucking time. You want to travel somewhere? Good luck. Like, I want it to be hardcore as shit. I want to hear stories of people breaking their shit because of this. Like, because that's, that's the reputation that game has. It's stupid hard for no apparent I reason. I don't want anyone to break the controllers because they're like 50, 55 quid each. <laughs> yeah, but if I'm not doing it, I'm completely fine with it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm I'm happy to just giggle at the rest of the world's pain because I'll be smart enough not to play that game. At so I all. guess we have to finish off with the game that finished their press conference, and that was oh. Cyberpunk 2077. Okay, I was not expecting that game to even show up. I was 100 percent sure we wouldn't see that game at all. Yeah, I thought it was going to be another year or two before we saw anything of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect a trailer. I, I expected a trailer maybe next year, the year after that. They showed a trailer and they are hinting at gameplay. So, I'm fully prepared. I'm fully prepared. Let's go. I want to see what they've done. Because these are, because, um, these are one of the few developers that I can look at and say, I trust what they make. And there aren't many developers you can do that with anymore. You can't really trust many developers. Yeah, I know what you mean. Which is kind of of a fucked up thing to say, but it's true. So yes, I think that game looked quite interesting. And we'll just have to see how the development goes in the next couple of years. Yeah. And then we have... Bethesda. What's next? Ah, yes, Bethesda. So, I have to the... say this. They sort of started off with a really bad live music band. Yeah. Whose idea was that? I, I guess they Whose were idea talking was to that? Sony. That was awful. Yeah. That was awful. Oh, fuck, but man. I will say, Rage 2 does look good. Oh, Rage 2 is amazing. Yeah. Rage 2 looks amazing. It looks like... It looks... 
like our filler until Borderlands 3 is ready. It's our filler. No, I, I were a big fan of Borderlands. I, I loved Borderlands, mostly because it was stupid for, in every single way. It was ridiculous in every single way. The story made very little sense when you actually thought about it. And the rest of it was just ridiculous. So I want to see how they can un, uh, like outdo themselves. But with Rage 2, it looks like Doom, but you're not killing demons. So I, I don't know how good it will be. But it does. But it will for a lot of people. I think it will be that filler game until until the game they actually want comes out, because Rage Two is not looking like it's not looking like a game that can that is you know anything other than Doom, but with no demons. Yeah. Um, from what I've been told, that behind closed doors, there were shown. A lot more of the open world sort of ness of the game, and it, they said it was amazing how open it was. Well, then I cannot wait to try it out. But the problem with this is, I want the problem is there aren't enough games releasing with demos. Yeah, there aren't enough games releasing with demos, not enough games releasing with any access whatsoever. Like, Expect us to buy a game that we can't, that we haven't seen or haven't played, and it's one of those things where if you have not like tried a product, why would you pay for it? Why would you buy it? I don't know. I never buy games day one unless it's something that I'm collecting. Like if there's a Ridge Racer game, I'll be there. I don't care if it's crap; I'll still buy it. But Ridge Racer, like the worst thing you have to worry about is like your car clipping through the road. Ah, or some that. shit like that's you know it's just like that's the worst glitch you can hope for that's the worst that's the worst game breaking glitch you can hope for on day one but we're like know. I don't know I want to see what they do I want to see how Rage 2 comes out I want to see how it plays I want to see the whole thing I want to see the whole shebang until then I can't really say if it's going to be good or not and then you have um, what's the next game? They show? They show Rage the Elder Scrolls Legends, which is like a card battling game, which I don't care about. Uh, don't give a fuck. Elder Scrolls Online, I don't give a crap about. I stopped giving a shit ages ago. And then the surprise people with the new Doom Eternal game, which I didn't. Okay. Like, I didn't like the Doom reboot. I need to see gameplay before I say anything about that game. I need to see gameplay. Because Doom was fun, but it was linear as all shit. You are literally just on... You could... You, you, that could have been a time trial. Like, a, a... What was it? That could have been, like, um... A gun rail game. Where you're just on a rail, turning left to right, shooting shit. Because it was... Because it was so linear. But... Eh. I want to see how it goes. What they do with it, at least. Before I start judging them so harshly, I guess. So then, next up, the showed Mara Quake Champions, which has been playable for two years now, I think. Oh, what? Quake Champions? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think they're trying to build hype because uh, QuakeCon is coming up. Yeah. So I, there you go. Like that, I don't mind because Quake is a solid game. It's solid. It does what it does, and it does it better than most than I think any other game in this genre. And that's just a fact of life. Like people will talk about uh, battle royale and whatnot, but if Quake put in battle royale, people would not leave their houses. Like half of the human population would be would be would be indoors. Because that game is that solid. That's it's just it just is. Like if you die in that game, it's because you're shit. There is no oh I got clipped to something, or this didn't work. No, you're just terrible. Get good. And that's why I think everyone loves Quake. You can't really hate a game that is that polished. I loved Quake three. Quick Three Arena. Yes. Um, so next up, they showed more of the Prey DLC, the Moon Crash. Oh, Prey! Uh, which yeah. I wasn't that impressed with Prey. I liked it. I liked Prey. I liked Prey, but I don't know what the fuck they're doing with it right now. Mm. I think this is just a hold of us before we get the before we get like an actual sequel, maybe, but. Yeah, I think this like something like to a, build hype. Yeah. So then they showed the Wolverine two on the Switch, and then they confirmed that the Young Blood, which will be a his twin daughter's co op set in the eighties. And that's which, not DLC. That's the next game, right? I think it's. I think it's more of a standalone DLC sort of thing. I don't not know what. Full, that is. Not a full blown sequel, but just like a. I think that's going to be good. I do think it will be good. I don't know how good, because it's Wolfenstein, but I think it will be good. Because Wolfenstein 2 was a great game. Like, there's no... There's no, like, other way to say it. Wolfenstein 2 was was a good game. How how good this game will be depends on how the co-op... How, how, how they um, handle two players... Will you be switching in and out? You know, will it be a way out scenario where you need another player? How will it? How will this game work? So the next one, I guess, is quite a big one, and they showed more of Fallout seventy six. Yes, the fabled-awaited Fallout game. This is not a main number Fallout. No, it's an always online with single solo player, but also it's got like dozens of players in the same world sort of thing. I don't know, it just kind of seems like Fallout 4, but with um, more with an online mod. Yeah. Yeah, I don't so... see much point to it, but people like it. I don't know, it seems like a mod to me. If I could get... Like and that's and that's kind of that should be a lot of people's barrier to entry. I think if if you if you believe that there could be a that there could be a mod that could do this better, then it's just DLC. So I'm gonna wait until Fallout Five, I guess, to get excited for anything. But if Fallout Seven Six is good, a very long time. Yeah, that's another. If you're gonna make me wait for so long. I don't want the game to come out broken. That's literally it. 
if the game comes out broken, then I'm honestly not going to give a shit. Because like I said, the next game that will be coming out of that studio will be Starfield. Which looks quite about. good, but that's going to be a couple of years away, I'd ever guess. We know nothing about the game. Like, they showed a trailer, kind of. And then after that, they also announced Elder Scrolls Six, which I think that logo is all they've got of that game. Yes. I don't know what part. I don't know what point of development. In what point of development, uh, Elder Scrolls Six is at. But I do not believe it is close. So I don't know. We're going to be waiting another. I would have mm. guessed. Three years? Starfield, two years. Elder Scrolls, maybe four years. And I think Elder Scrolls will be on the oh. next generation consoles, not on these ones. Oh, God, no. God, no. I can say this with very, with like almost complete certainty that Elder Scrolls and probably the next. Elder Scrolls and the next Fallout are all going to be on next-gen. We will not have them on this-gen. So when next-gen is announced, or when we get a hint of when next-gen is coming out, then we know when, like, when, when, when we know or, you know, have an idea of when the next-gen consoles will be coming, that's when we're going to get Elder Scrolls. That's when we're going to get Fallout. That's when we're going to get all the next-gen games. Till then, I don't know how the bloody hell this is going to work. I do think that we will have an issue when because pe- especially people who, who, who are very into PlayStation, they are going to have an issue because PlayStation seems to be against uh, backwards compatibility and cross-play. So I am not seeing... I'm seeing a bit of difficulty when it comes to p- like playing your games on the next-gen PS4 because, let's be honest, people have bought a ton of games, a metric shit-ton of games for these new-gen consoles, for the current-gen consoles. So how are they going to be able to play those games on the next-gen? Because that was a problem with this one. You couldn't play your PS3 games. You couldn't play your Xbox 360 games. Xbox did um, their backwards compatibility, which they had like a, a giant thing about, which was fine. But PlayStation's been a bit more late to that race. So I want to see, will you be able to play your PS4 games on next-gen console? If not, what the bloody hell are we supposed to do with it? Because at this point, it's just going to be a bunch of people just returning or selling their PS4 games before the PS5 comes out or whatever the fuck they're going to call it. And then for those individuals that bought it digitally, like digitally, will you be able to play it that way? Maybe. I have no, I have no clue. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But like I said, that was Bethesda's conference. Next up was Square Enix. Yeah. And... Yeah. Yeah. Shadow of the Tomb Raider looked good. Octopath Traveler seemed okay. Just Cause 4 looked fun. The Quiet Man looked good. And that was about it. No Final Fantasy. No, nothing really. 
excited about. No. Which is sad because I don't know. I think a lot of people were expecting a, a lot more from Square Enix and they didn't really get it. Yeah. So, okay. So let's just move straight on to Ubisoft. Ah, uh, yes. I will say, Just Dance 2019 was a really fun little intro. Yeah, yeah they did that right. They're, the, they're, like, they're like one of the few ones that had like a decent goddamn intro. Oh my god. Have we talked about Beyond Good and Evil yet? That was the next game that was announced. So Beyond Good and Evil 2. Yes. That was the game. That's a game I, I'm excited about. That is a game I'm excited about because it has potential. It has the potential to be on a massive scale. Absolutely ridiculous scale. So showing off gameplay and everything else. You could just travel anywhere in the city and the city is huge. So I really hope, I really hope it is like seamless type of shit. Even if they had to have to add like loading screens and stuff, I'm fine with that. But I really hope you are able to travel to everything you can see because it looks expansive. It looks massive. It looks absolutely massive. Because what they've shown us right now has been one city and there are planets in this bitch. So if it's like a city per planet and it's that big, I'm completely fine with that. Because, oh my god, they're huge. They are huge. Huge cities. And then there's the space combat. and Like, fucking hell, who doesn't like space combat, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it looked good. It looked completely different to the old Beyond Good and Evil, but... I think it's a reboot that everyone's going to like. Hopefully, hopefully. So next up, I love me a bit of Trials, and Trials Rising looks fun. Trials Rising looks like Trials. Yeah, yeah. It's what you expect. It's what you expect. It's Trials. It's ridiculous. You're going you're gonna to purposefully hurt yourself just to see what your character says. So... Yeah, fuck it. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. It looks real. So they went into more details with the Division Two, like the full year of three DLC episodes and new story modes will all be free. So that's quite cool. I think you know what I think. Um, this is this is true, and I think this is how the game industry kind of works. Everyone saw how Destiny 2 got their like their reaction, everyone's reaction to Destiny 2 with the whole Forsaken DLC and like the whole new the whole pass you have to buy now so you can get the other three DLC like mini DLCs that are coming. And I think everyone saw that and were like, "Oh yeah, we're just making our DLCs free." Because more people will buy your game if you tell them they're going to get free DLC than if you make your game because people are going to see the level of investment and they're going to be like, yeah, cool, I'll buy your game and I don't have to buy DLC, so fuck it. it and I think that's going to be their big turning point. That's going to be their big thing. The only thing I don't like is, does that mean that they'll get a free pass if the game comes out and it's not got much content? Because the reviewers will just think, oh, well, the full next year's all the DLC is free 
So it's I all think, getting it all for free anyway. So I think you, I think I think reviews aren't or shouldn't give any game a free pass unless it's a Nintendo game, which they always do. Yeah, I don't think Nintendo games should get a free pass as well because fuck sake, you're Nintendo. You're one of the most famous goddamn. You're a household name at this point. You know what I mean? You, like you're more well known than I think most things. So, you know, no free passes. Step your shit up. We expect well. And I'm still pissed about Labo. <laughs> I'm never gonna let that go. That's the stupidest <laughs> idea I've ever heard in my life. It's just dumb. It's so so dumb. It, I would be fine with it if it was cheap. It's sixty pound. Are you out of your fucking mind? It's not like you're buying an actual video game. You are buying. You oh, are no, paying no, for. You get a game with it. You, you do get a game with it. No, you see, that's bullshit. It's the same. It's the same thing people said when they bought that shit. Those weren't games. They were mini games. They were things you you can play on your phone. That's. Not sixty pounds worth of oh, gameplay. No, no. It, it should only be twenty, twenty-five maximum. The thing that makes it sixty is the cardboard, and that's and oh, that pisses me off. That, that's mm, ah, that makes me so angry. Cardboard, yeah. What everyone else is doing, VR and AR, these motherfuckers are playing with cardboard. You know how their cardboard works? Vibration. That's it. Your controller vibrates. That's what's so special about Labo. Vibration. Don't the thing the that infrared happens when you get a shot in well. the game. Huh? The piano's got infrared tape on it so it can tell which key's been oh, pressed down to... Fuck off. But yeah, it's My not... phone has an infrared thing on the top of it. Anyway. That allows you to use universal control. is VR and non-VR now. Um, it looks really? quite interesting, like getting into the mind of people... And that could be quite quite good. Uh, it seems like a good concept. Yeah. I want to see where yeah, I'd that like to see more of it to see how goes. it sort of goes. I want to see what they do with it. I want to see how where where it goes, but it does seem interesting. And then again from last year, which I thought looked quite interesting. And this year, it still looks okay. Starlink, where you put the toys in the game. And it also comes with the Star Fox for the Nintendo Switch, which looks super cool. Ubisoft is doing a lot of stuff with Nintendo nowadays. Yeah. They're doing a lot of stuff with Nintendo. But, yeah, maybe, I guess, maybe. It's, it looks okay, but I would never play it. Yeah, I think I'm the same, really. <laughs> I'd never play it. And another game which I've put down that I'm interested in, but I'm actually quite scared because I've not seen that much of it. I think it's actually out as we record this, or very soon. The Crew 2. Yeah, I think that should be out by now, I think. And it, it looks good. It looked good, yeah, but I've not really seen much of it, and I was like, oh, if it's out... Within a week or so, then I'm like, oh, should we should be seeing loads of people playing, but I've heard nothing of it. The only thing that I've heard is that it is a good game, it plays well, and that the um, 
the control, like the whole like being able to switch to a bird, to a plane, a boat, and a car, motorcycle, whatever the bloody hell else, you get very used to it, and second nature, to the point where you will drive your car off a cliff, mm-hmm. turn into a plane, drive your plane in, like close to the sea, turn into a boat, and then vice versa. It's that kind of cool. It's that kind of like cool thing of oh, I get to not just traverse in a car, but I can now traverse this entire world in whatever fashion I feel best or I feel most comfortable. And I don't think that's a lot. That's something that a lot of racing games, in general, can say. Yeah, and I will say I thought from what they showed of it, the graphics looked really good. Oh yeah. That's like some top-notch shit right now. I want to see... I will have to play it to be certain, but I yes. do want to see how the how the planes and the boats handle compared to the cars and whatnot. So I guess the game they ended yeah. their show on, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, that's like an instant buy for me. <sighs> I'm not bothered. I'm not been bothered like- with Assassin's Creed since the first one. This is the thing. Assassin's Creed, they have taken inspiration from The Witcher. It's plain as day to see. I've, I've not played The Witcher. There you go. Like, they've turned it into an RPG, like an action RPG. Yeah, I'm not And <laughs> that's what they should have done from the get-go. After Syndicate, like, actually, no, Syndicate. From Syndicate, they should have done... They should have started building towards that action RPG-ness because... For a very long time, Assassin's Creed had been the same thing, just different characters. And I think after the whole storyline thing ended, I think it was Assassin's Creed 3, where the whole storyline thing ended, I think with Desmond and the you know the rest of it, I think they should have shifted a lot more than they did, but they really did. But I don't know. But I do like Odyssey. I like what they're doing with it. I'm a story person, so I enjoy story more than anything. And I and I do enjoy how they are doing story, like having Socrates there to like judge you on the stuff you've done. So if you're sent on a mission, like uh, one example they had was you're sent on a mission to, uh, I think it was to free a rebel, and you can kill the guards or you can like take them out silently, whatever the bloody hell you want to do, and you have to save the guy or you can kill the uh, rebel if you want to. But you will be questioned on your actions. Like Socrates will ask you, if you kill the guards, he'll he'll say like, oh, uh, what made you believe that the guards' lives were more important than the person you went to save? And then if you kill the guy, he'll ask you the, basically the same thing. But if you let the guy free, he'll ask you, so is it better you or is it better for everyone else that he got um, let free or that he died? So... I don't know. I think that's something that didn't really happen in the other Assassin's Creed games. Because in because in most of the Assassin's Creed, like the worst thing that would happen is you'd get desynced for just killing civilians. But there was no punishment for just killing everybody you wanted. There was no punishment for that. There was no reward for being non-violent either. So I don't know. Yeah. So you are interested in Assassin's Creed then? Oh yeah, they've grown. <laughs> they've grown. That's the thing. 
every game should have a progression like Assassin's Creed. It should grow in some way with its next installment. You see what I'm saying? Something should change. Something should grow. There should be some growth. It shouldn't just be the same thing over and over. I know. I know. So, Sony next. Oh God! Again, Sony they started with a really bad bit of music. Yeah. Mm, and then was... they went straight into a trailer for The Last of Us 2. Which looks good. It looks good. <laughs> I didn't, but I didn't I, like The Last I of Us. I don't watch people play on Twitch because I'd rather just watch a quick two-minute trailer than play the game. Yeah. And this was like a 12-minute bloody gameplay trailer and I was just sat there like, I am so bored. I don't know. I like what they showed. They showed the right stuff. I'm looking at the fact that they are playing this game and so many, so many people, so many people lost their minds at looking at how this game plays. And I got to agree with them. It looks so good. The interaction with the environment looks so good. I just want to know if that was staged, if that's just, you know, oh, there's this event you can get into or like a story, or like a point in the story where this happens and these are the things that happen and this is where you hide and the rest of it. Or if this is all chosen by you, everything that happens is done by you. How you play and the rest of it is your choice, right? So I want to see maybe grant like what i would like them to show is like the same part of the game just a different way of handling it. to show that there is a bit more openness and you can do more with it i didn't like the first last of us i thought it was trash um i thought the gameplay was horse shit i thought the gameplay was horrible in the first one I, I like the story. I was playing it for the story, but the gameplay was horrible. I hated the story. I was quite interested to see what was going on, but I just didn't like how it played. I liked, um, I liked the overall story. I just hated the ending. I didn't get that far. I got bored of it. Yeah, see? I hated the ending because it was just such bullshit. They build up to it and all this other shit, and then it's just like, oh, you have no choice. You have no choice. Screw what you want. You have no choice whatsoever. This is the story we're telling. Get used to it. And I was just like, nope. I gave up. I'm done. Because ah, the story is a bit weak. But, um, yeah, it seems like a good game. It looks brutal as shit. So I think the best thing that will come out of that game will be the death montages. <laughs> it's true. Did you not see how she killed that guy? Like, fuck, man. Shit. That's, like, that's what people are going to be concentrating on. What are the craziest ways you can kill a person? Because it looks fucked up. And I don't see any clickers in there at all, either. So, like, people aren't afraid to make noise anymore. So I'm guessing the clickers either died out or they're just not around that area. So, it's going to be interesting. So then they cut off for some small little teaser trailers. And I'll mention a couple that look quite interesting. The Tetris effect, 
which is VR compatible, so that'd be quite funky. Twin Mirror and Beat Saber VR, which that looks quite funky as well. Yeah. So next up, I wasn't interested in this game at all, and then after watching the gameplay trailer, I'm even less interested, but the Ghost of... Is it Sasumiya? Tatsumiya? I don't know. Oh, the um, the Dark Souls-looking one. The, the uh, Neo-looking one. Samurai thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm a little interested. I want to see how it plays. I, I want to actually feel how it plays. I don't know. But... It just looked, to me, the movement and that looked a bit ps 2 just with shiny graphics, it just didn't seem very good. Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I need to get my hands on it for me to make a final judgment. But right now, it just looks like a game meh. That's literally just meh. They announced Control, which is made by Remedy. And to me, it looked very similar to... Was it Quantum Break? It was Quantum Break, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was just like a reskin, because that's what it seemed like. So yeah, like it to me, where it had slow motion and physics and yeah. chucking things, yeah. But I, I like was... Quantum Break, so I'd be quite interested to see what they've done with it. It might be in the same universe, yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised. It, I wouldn't be surprised. It would be cool if it was, because then it would give people... A reason to give a shit about Quantum Break, but if it is in the same universe, there you go. Like it, maybe they just didn't like how the idea was executed, but they like the world that it's in, so they're just trying a different angle. And if that's the case, then power to them. I want to see how it comes out. So next up, a game that I wasn't that bothered about, but now I've seen it. Oh, it looks good. And that's the Resident Evil 2 remake. Yes. People lost their minds when that was shown. Oh my god. It did look good. Yeah, I want to see how it is. Yeah. I need I need more I need more demos in my life. I need more demos. I want to play these games. I want to feel like 20 minutes of them. 10 minutes. I just want to see how the game feels. Because I can't make a judgment on it until I actually know how the game feels yeah so I guess next up was well I want to mention Trevor Saves the Universe which was made with the Rick and Marty sort of people so it sounded just like Rick and Marty but it had weird weird looking characters yeah but that looked quite funky so the next big game was Death Stranding what the fuck is that game about? And I was quite interested in it when they were showing all the really weird trailers. But when they've showed a bit of gameplay, I'm like, oh, that doesn't look very good. It looks like fucking Metal Gear Solid. And I'm like, what the fuck is this game? Yeah, what it's... is this game? Is it Metal Gear Solid, but you're not Snake? You're just a guy with a baby for a battery? What the fuck? That's yeah. it. So the, the, they ended their show with the Spider-Man and that. Again, looks okay, but I, don't, I just don't know anymore. I just don't know. I want to see more of the greater world of that game because the swinging and the combat looks great. But show me how I'm going to interact with the world around me because I really don't give a damn about the Sinister Six. They were cool when I was 12, but now they're a bit shit in the grand scheme of things, to be honest. 
like the most interesting person in that entire thing was maybe Mr. Negative, but even he's a bit shit when you come to think about it. So, yeah, show me something to get hype about, or this is just Spider-Man, another Spider-Man game on the PlayStation. Yay. Yeah, I know. So that's that's, Sony's. And lastly, I guess we'll have to mention Nintendo. Fuck Nintendo. With their labo piece of shit. I mean, look at the list that they announced. Demon X Machina, which is like a robot mech fighting shooter game. DLC for Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which I don't care about. Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu or Eevee, which I don't have a clue anymore. That's just them making money. That's just money. They're just like, oh, you want to walk around with your Pokemon like you did in Yellow? Cool. We're not going to make an actual like mainline Pokemon game for it because fuck you, but spend money and play Pokemon Go if you want to do it. You bastards. And then they showed Super Mario Party, which I've never liked any Super Mario Party game. I like watching them. I will never play one. Because it's basically playing like a board game with no board. And it's a bit shit. And I hate the fact it doesn't have any real rules. It's like, oh, you've been playing shit all game. But all of a sudden you'll, we'll just give you ten stars just so you can catch up. I don't know. Just shy. It, it just it just seems uh, it seems like a normal party game where you know just play drunk and you should be fine. It's like for streamers and YouTubers. Have fun. So the next game that they showed again, I've never been into the series at all. But Fire Emblem Three Houses. Fire Emblem. Yeah. Huh. All right. Cool. Have fun with that. And then they announced Fortnite was out for the Nintendo Switch. Whoa, what? No way. Yeah. I'm so surprised. So then they showed a bit of Overcooked 2, which everyone loved yeah. the first one, but I never played. I got sent about four different codes and scared them out to people. I never played it. See, Overcooked 2 looks like fun. But I wouldn't... Again, it's not a game I would play. It's a game that I would want to watch people play. Yeah. I don't want to play it myself. I want to watch someone else play it. Because the most fun thing about those games, the most entertaining thing about those games, is when people lose their shit and get angry. That's it. That's why, like... That's why people watch people play those games. You don't watch them to succeed, to watch people succeed... You watch it because you want to see people get frustrated because they're doing something very wrong. And it's just hilarious. That's it. It sure is. Uh, next up, a game I've never heard of, but they announced Killer Queen Black. No fucking idea. Look, it looks like a 2D action beat-em-up sort of weird game. I don't know. Well, again, I would love to see someone play it. Yeah, then they showed, like, I'll just name the games, I'm not really going to talk about them, but Hollow Knight, which was a 2D platformer, I've seen too many of them recently. Mm-hmm. Octopath Traveler, which actually looks really super cute with pixelated retro sort of graphics, and that looked quite funky. Then there was, like, Starlink, that looks alright. 
Arena of Valor, which I have no idea. Minecraft, don't care. Mario Tennis, which was basically out in a week, so why did they go into Mario Tennis? No idea. And then they had a way, way, way too long on Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I liked... Okay, with Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, I would have liked a a little more gameplay, something like that. But it does look good. Why? But I love how they go, oh, everyone's here. Where's Waluigi? Where's Waluigi? Can someone tell me that? Where is he? he? Was he he in any of the Smash Bros. games? Nope. He has not been in a Smash Bros. game. I don't think he's been in one. Any of them. So, where is Waluigi? And how dare you add Walu? How dare you add Ridley from sat from fucking uh, Metroid, yeah, Metroid? But you don't add, but you don't add Waluigi. How dare you? That's just a kick in the teeth, isn't it? Like Jesus. Oh so, yeah, so that, my friends, is the end of the E three talk. Yeah, I don't care about Smash Brothers. I really don't. I don't know. I want to see them add more characters and shit to I'm, their roster. I love but... fighting games, but I like fighting games where you need skill, not just press A button in a direction and hope for the best. <laughs> That's the most fucked way of just describing. That's the most... That is the harshest way of describing that game. It's true, though. That is the harshest way of describing that game. <laughs> So, thank you for listening. It's been me, David, with Eddie, with episode yeah. 226 of the One Up Gaming podcast. Please visit the our website late. at oneupgaming.co.uk. We have a Patreon site, which is at patreon.com slash O-U-G. We have official merchandise at bluecyborg.com. Just search One Up Gaming. We have a music CD out which is, if I get back to it, called Games Inspired Music. Buy now, and 20% of each sale goes to the Child's Play charity. And we also have our first 100 podcasts exclusively available with audiobooks.com, actually no, audiobooksontape.com. And that's £9, and £1 of that will go to the Diabetes UK charity. So please use our Amazon links on the website. If you want to join our Facebook group, you can. Just search 1UP Gaming. We have a YouTube channel. Just search 1UP Gaming. You'll find us there. We have an official Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash O-U-G official. If you want to tweet us, it's at O-U-G official. And if you want to email us with any questions, just email at contact at 1upgaming.co.uk. And just find us... Like subscribe to our podcast, however you do podcasts, just want gaming and give us like five stars and nice comments. It would be lovely. So thank you, Eddie. It's been a good twenty minutes longer than I thought. But that that's is what I'm here for. Yeah. That's what I'm here. So I will say goodbye and we'll be back in a week or so. Do you have trouble sleeping? Tossing and turning all night. Nothing you do seems to help. You're not getting your recommended six to eight hours of sleep each night. Well, now there's a solution. Now there's Fat Cat Fly, 
With Fat Cat Fly, you'll easily get the sleep that you deserve. Download for free on the iOS App Store, and you're guaranteed to get a good night's sleep with very few side effects, as you help a fluffy kitty eat all the junk food that he wants. Side effects may include sleeplessness and desire for cheeseburgers. If erection lasts more than five hours, see a physician. Try Fat Cat Fly today. Visit Facebook.com slash Fat Cat Fly because you deserve a better life. Hi, Justin the Voice here. First of all, we'd like to thank you for listening. Seriously. We really like it when you listen. Yes. But if you'd like to do more than just listen, if you'd like to help us out, well, we have an idea just for you. Visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G. Your monthly micropayment will help us keep going all night long, baby. Oh, yeah. Mostly because we usually record at night. Yeah. But don't worry, baby. We got something for you, too. We've got special benefits for all of our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. Again, that's www.patreon.com slash O-U-G.